0: We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
1: Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday and it is the last day of the month of May. I hope you're having a great day. I, I cannot believe that May is uh, coming to a close. It's been a lot that's happened, but it seems like it's gone by quickly. Uh, But I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to have you with us for our winning side broadcast. We welcome those that are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, We are so thankful that you would take the time to tune in today. Uh, Those that are listening on our radio app and those listening on our podcast, we welcome you and we are thankful to have you with us. Thank you for joining us on Facebook. Uh, Many of you today are watching on Facebook and we appreciate you listening and watching. And then those on Uh, YouTube. We welcome you also. Uh, We're looking forward to a great day together uh, on the winning side. I do want to say a happy birthday today to Peggy Askew and then a happy birthday also to Joel Evans. I hope you have a great day. Uh, Today is also my mom's birthday and of course uh, they are uh, up in uh, Nebraska. They moved last week and uh, my uh, brother-in-law Caleb, of course, he was the one who Uh, Ran this radio station really for these last couple years. Brother Nathan Johnson is helping us with that now, and I appreciate him. Uh, But happy birthday to my mom, and uh, they're up in Nebraska. You pray for them, and uh, let's pray for our church. Let's pray for our uh, missionaries that are scattered all over the globe. And uh, I thank the Lord every every day when I come into work. I I park my car. There's a little uh, staff parking lot, or it's during the week it's staff, and on Sundays, it's a lot of our senior saints will park in that little side parking lot, and uh, you walk in that hallway, and there's all of our missionary boards, about 90 missionaries that we support, and I thank the Lord for those missionaries, and I hope you pray for them. Hope you thank God for them and uh, bring them before the throne of grace, but let's pray for them. Uh, Let's pray for a great week. Uh, Really, uh, let's be in prayer for a great day Sunday, and let's pray for our summer revival. Pray that God uh, would revive us again. We are in such desperate need. I want you to hear this song. After this song, we're going to get into our Bible study. We're going to start a new psalm today, and uh, this psalm is going to take us a little bit, but that's okay. I think it'll be helpful. I hope it'll be a blessing to you. Uh, but right after this song, we'll be in Psalm 73. <music> Psalm 73, verse number one. I love this verse. Truly, God is good to Israel. Boy, I tell you, God is so good. And God's been good to me. I love all those songs we sing, uh, that little chorus, God is so good, God is so good, He's so good to me. I love the songs we sing in church. Uh, uh, God is, uh, God has been good. He has been faithful. He's been true. Uh, I thank the Lord for God's goodness in my life. Truly, God is good to Israel, uh, even to such as are of a clean heart. But verse 2 says this, But as for me, My feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Now this is a psalm written by Asaph. Uh, Asaph was the song leader. He was the, the choir director, if you will, for David and for the nation of Israel. And uh, many of the Psalms were sent by David to Asaph. It would, it'll say to the chief musician, a Psalm of David or Song of David. Well, this particular Psalm was written by Asaph himself, and it's a, it's a testimonial. Asaph is saying, God is good. But he said, but as for me, he said, I was in trouble. He said, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And boy, he goes on talking about all the things that the evil people were getting away with and all the things they were doing. Uh, And it seemed like God didn't even know. Uh, Verse 11, and they say, how doth God know? And is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Uh, we're going to take a few days to go through Psalm 73, a lot of powerful truths to unpack in here. But let me today, let me give you just a, a brief outline of this psalm. Number one, we see the favor of God. Uh, Asaph says, truly God is good to Israel. Uh, let's let's never forget that we don't deserve God's goodness. We don't deserve God's favor. We don't deserve God's blessing. It is all because of God it certainly is not because of us it says that God is good to Israel even to such as are of a clean heart now God is good period I mean that's just that's just the way it is that is a a characteristic of God is he is good but did you know when you and I when we will come before God with a clean heart did you know we put ourselves in a position for God to bless us And God always blesses obedience. You read through the Bible and you find time and time again that God blesses obedience. There's a blessing for obedience and there's a curse for disobedience. So we see the favor of God. But then number two, we see there is a fear of of the godly. Verse number 13. Uh, It says, verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain. I've washed my hands in innocency. Uh, For all the day long, I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I uh, say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. Uh, We see there were problems uh, and there were difficulties. Even for godly people, there are some fears. There are some problems that we face. It says, and Asaph says this, he says, my feet had almost slipped. He said, I had almost given up. i had almost lost hope. He said, I was envious when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Now, I want to ask you just a very honest question, uh, but have you ever been there? Have you ever seen somebody who does not love God, they don't serve God, uh, they, they, they cuss, they swear, they drink, they party, uh, they, they have no time for God. As a matter of fact, it seems like they're doing everything that is anti-God. They're doing everything that is against God. And it seems like they're doing well. It seems like they've got money in the bank, seems like they've got the nicest things, and it seems like their life is just perfect. Have you ever seen that? By the way, that happens. And sometimes it's easy for us to become envious at the wicked when we see their prosperity. But then we see number three, not only the favor of God, the fear of of the godly, that there's some envy and there's some problems there, there's some struggles. But then number three, we see the foolishness of the godless. Notice verse number three. Asaph says, for I was envious at the foolish. The Bible uses the word foolish foolish for those who are against God. Uh, the Bible says in Psalm 14:1, the fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. It is very foolish to live a life without God and apart from God. It's foolish to live godless. Uh, the Bible calls these people wicked. They are ungodly. Uh, they appear to prosper. It seems like they're not in trouble. It seems like they're not plagued. It seems like you and your family get sick, and it seems like they don't get sick. It seems like you've got problems and they don't have any problems. That's the way it seems. The Bible describes these people as corrupt. Uh, The Bible describes uh, these people as having pride. Uh, The Bible describes them as being violent. Uh, They prosper in the world. Uh, They question God's existence. Boy, I hope you're not in that position today. That's a very dangerous place to be where you question, um, is there even a God? Well, I want to tell you, there is a God. The fact that you're alive today, the fact that you're breathing breath, the fact that your heart is beating, uh, there is a God in heaven. The fact that the sun came up this morning and the fact that the the moon and the stars are in place and the fact that uh, you uh, have life is because of God's existence. God is the one who created us. But then we see they speak wickedly And they speak loftily, and they speak against God. Uh, Well, I told you I was just going to give you the outline. I'm giving you the whole thing today, so let's finish this up. Number four, we see not only the favor of God, the fear of the godly, the foolishness of the godless, but number four, and this is so powerful, we see the facts that we learn in God's house. Notice verse number 17. Asaph said this. He said, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou castest them down into destruction. Asaph said this, he said, it didn't make sense until I went to the house of God. And he said, when I went to the house of God, it's like everything came into focus. Everything came into perspective. That's the reason why you ought to get to church. That's the reason why you ought to come and be in God's house and be faithful. Because being in church, it helps you to see the big picture. It helps you to see what really matters. God revealed this in church. God revealed this to Asaph. Asaph realized the importance of being in the sanctuary, the house of God. And then lastly, we see faith in God's promises. Verses 23 through 28, Asaph says this. He says, I'm just going to stick with you, God. I know you're going to hold me. I know you're going to guide me. Uh, I know that uh, I have you. And there's times he says that my flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I want to encourage you today to trust in the promises of God. I hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in, and may God richly bless you on this day